Hi. For more than 50 years, we women have been sold birth control pills. I first came upon them when I was 21 years old. Having given birth to a little girl, she was my second child, I was concerned about not becoming pregnant again. At that time, birth control pills were doled out for free to women. You just showed up at the Margaret Sanger Clinic, then housed in a building at 17 West 16th Street in New York, where I lived, and they gave you what they wanted to give you. I went there believing that this new discovery, the birth control pill, would prevent me from having any unwanted pregnancies in the future. So I was handed a container of pills and I was told to take one each day. Believing in this wonderful new discovery, I returned to my apartment and took the first pill. Within two or three hours, I felt quite sick. But trying to be a good girl, I persisted. Over the next three days, I swallowed the second and the third pill as well. And I spent those three days sitting on my king-size bed, literally moaning because I felt so unwell. It was at that point that I realized that this marvelous new discovery was most certainly not for me. I never touched the birth control pill or any other pharmaceutical kin to it from that day until this. Meanwhile, over the next 30 years, the pill became a worldwide phenomenon, or so it seemed. In the early 1980s, something called direct-to-consumers advertising came into being, and with this, women everywhere began to be bombarded on television and in magazines with a lot of hyped information about a wide variety of birth control pills and other artificial drugs, all of which were full of artificial hormones. By now, of course, birth control pills have become a multi-billion dollar industry. In fact, 50% of all oral contraceptive drugs are now sold all over the world. Now, there is no question that being able to take a pill to prevent pregnancy can be convenient, but at what cost to the health of any woman who takes them long term? It's essential that women learn to balance the risk of taking these pharmaceuticals with their supposed great benefits and convenience. You see, these days, contraceptives are offered in many forms. Most women are prescribed an IUD containing artificial hormones. These are widely used in the UK. Meanwhile, in a few European countries like Denmark and Norway and Sweden and Czech Republic, hormone-free Interuterine devices are available, and some of these non-hormonal products are given free in countries where universal government health insurance is available. In the United States, however, there's only one non-hormonal IUD. It's known as Paragard, and believe me, it is by no means the top seller. <sighs> there are all sorts of other products you can use, of course, for family planning. These include condoms and diaphragms and spermicides and other non-hormonal birth control methods like regular injections and permanent sterilization. So what's the problem? Let's start here. In 2012, a huge study was carried out on Depo-Provera. Now, this is a contraceptive injection based on an artificial hormone called progestogen. 
The study showed that women who received injections of Depo-Provera every few months more than doubled their risk of developing breast cancer. Of course, birth control is not the only reason that women take the pill. This is an attempt to make their experience of menstruation more bearable and hopeful, hopefully ease monthly cramps and help to alleviate PMS. But what few women, regardless of age, are aware of, especially young women, of course, is that using artificial hormones in the form of the pill or any other form, which are doled out almost like candies these days, can seriously undermine their health long-term and do damage to their lives. Austrian geneticist Joseph Penninger discovered that there is a dangerous connection between progestin, an artificial hormone used in many birth control pills and in conventional HRT, it significantly increases a woman's risk of breast cancer. Researchers at the Institute of Molecular Biology of the Austrian Academy of Sciences have identified the mechanism that allows synthetic sex hormones to influence these cells. It can switch on a hormone in your body known as rankle, R-A-N-K-L, within the cells, especially your breast cells, and this makes them divide and multiply. It can also prevent cells from dying as they are meant to do in order to make room for new, healthier cells. And because stem cells in the breast have the ability to renew themselves, this can make you prone to breast cancer. As Penninger says, and I quote, I have to admit it completely surprised me just how massive the effects on the system were. Millions of women take progesterone derivatives in contraceptives and for hormone replacement therapy, end of quote. Okay, there are lots of natural alternatives to clearing PMS and the monthly menstrual agonies that women, particularly young women, experience. Homeopathy, for instance, acupuncture, chiropractic, all of these can be of tremendous help. Even supplementing your diet with a good form of magnesium can make a big difference. Steering clear of plastic water bottles that contain dangerous BPA is also important. So can making simple changes in what you choose to eat, like avoiding packaged convenience foods of all kinds. For many women, just giving up cow's milk products, including cream, cow's milk yogurt, cow's milk cheese, leaving them aside completely can make a huge difference in clearing up cramps and PMS. Also, stay away from carbohydrates that come from grains and cereals and refuse to take sugar in any form. The alternative, sheep, goat, and buffalo Milk make wonderful cheeses, yogurts, and other products, and they usually don't cause problems for women. Finally, eat real foods. By that I mean proteins from animals that have been raised on green grass and organic vegetables, plus a few fruits. Do this for a short time. As short a time as three weeks if you like, maybe a month, and your health can literally be transformed. Try it and find out for yourself. 